Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to go in and fail to solve an ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true. Uh, this is part three of our spooky season series on Everyman Hybrid. Uh... Yeah, instead of instead of solving ARGs, Marn has just given me homework to watch spooky YouTube videos. It's true. I kind of miss the ciphers. <laughs> if we'll go I'm back being to honest. ciphers one day. <laughs> Uh, because of the show, I've actually developed a little bit of a spooky fear of Slenderman. So thanks for that, Marn. Oh, I'm so sorry. I uh, I walk past windows now, and I kind of take an extra second to look outside and make sure nothing's there. Yeah, I um I watched a lot of Everyone Hybrid when I was in college, and I I distinctly remember like watching a bunch of it and then having to walk back across campus to my dorm at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the worst it was like the most nerve-wracking experience god i couldn't imagine trying to do that after i just sleep over at a friend's house it's true it's probably a better solution hey, i'm crashing on your floor tonight we're doing this <laughs> i'm sleeping in the common room <laughs> all right well uh before we get started talking about the third chunk of episodes today uh i thought we'd start with some questions uh, we got some yeah. really good ones coming in on twitter um I said to ask us about the rake, Slenderman, Habit, uh, anything going on in the series. And uh, the most important question we got back. Uh, hey, Marn. Yes. Uh, fuck, Mary, kill, Habit, the rake, and Slenderman. God. Um, kill Habit. <laughs> kill Habit, definitely. Kill Habit? Yeah. Um, wait. No, I don't know if I would fuck the rake because I don't know if the I rake would can not give recommend consent. it. <laughs> so I... maybe... <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, uh, I feel like fuck habit just because he's the closest thing to a human there is. Yeah, I'm not really going toward the either of the other two, and then in that case. I'd probably marry Slenderman. Yeah. In the in the tweets that he sends and stuff, he seems kind of sensual. So <laughs> I feel like I feel like we'd hit it off pretty well. I think that would work for me. <laughs> and if I marry Slenderman, I'm probably safe, right? Probably. And the rake is just a weird dog thing, so I'll just kill the creepy crawly man. Yeah, it's easy. I... I'll just chuck him out a window. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the only sensible configuration with this I... question. Yeah, I think so too. Alright, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marn, have you played any of the Slenderman games? I guess video games? Um, I haven't. I didn't know they existed. Uh, I have not, but I know of them, um, or at least I know of the first one, which is basically just, like, it's a first-person game where you're in a forest and you're trying to collect these, like, journal pages, but Slenderman is chasing you and you have to, like, avoid him. Um. Okay, so your typical series. Yeah, I think it was kind of popular with all the, like, gaming YouTubers who do, like, Five Nights at Freddy's and stuff like that when it first sure. came out. That checks out. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll do like a stream of us playing it or something. 
Well, if you do want to watch us stream horror games, we're going to be doing that at Extra Life. So that'll be a chunk. I don't know that we'll do that one, but we will definitely be doing some. I don't know how I got roped into that, but we did. (laughs) I'm excited for that. I am too. Uh, Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) On a... uh, on a different note, uh, I really like this question. Uh, Millie, but spooky, wrote in and asked, what would the seven trials of Andrew and the seven trials of Marn be? Um, I don't know that we have to come up with seven on the spot, but what would what would your trial be? Oh, gosh. Um, come to my house, do my laundry, <laughs> pay me $20. <laughs> 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 first trial do the dishes because <laughs> uh those are piling up <laughs> give me a 20 dollar bill leave <laughs> trial two subscribe to our patreon uh, <laughs> uh, i'm trying to think i if i were trying to set up some kind of seven trial thing i would want it to be something um that you would have to work with other people to do um if not in real life, then at least online. Um, something like record a part of something. Or like everyone does a piece of a larger whole. And then like from there, you can take that and put it together into something later. Um, I think that would be cool. Oh, yeah, I like that. I think I've mentioned it on one of these episodes before. But there's like a lot of people in the Everyman Hybrid fan community do like fan trials where they like run it on like twitter tumblr or whatever and they let people sign up and there's been like a weirdly large amount of those (laughs) okay oh there is a habits tournament fan wiki oh like a fan wiki of people making fan habit stuff yeah that's funny That'll be, yeah, we'll do a Patreon goal, or if we hit a certain number, we'll do our own habit fan tournament. Oh my god. That would be fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm editing that out. We might just do that. Challenge one, uh, get our podcast. <laughs> get another 10,000 listens. Well, it's funny because, like, in, like, the fan trials, it's just, like, an accepted thing that, like, whoever the game master is just is plays habit just like role plays habit (laughs) that's cool oh one of the rules for this fan trial is no memes allowed (laughs) god oh a lot of them are just the actual trials this person wasn't very creative i don't think it's just hey do that again except this time i'm habit (laughs) we're gonna do the trials again but this time you get to hear me pretend to be the joker (laughs) you like knives because i like knives killing with a knife you have to get up nice and close you know what i'm talking about vince come on vinny um (laughs) i have opinions on have it but we'll get into it i can tell (laughs) oh my god so 
yeah, so so the last uh video in our in our last section was uh the Cornthal connection, which is where they go to the uh storage locker and they see like Dr. Cornthal's ghost or whatever it is, or they like go back in time, nobody's sure. Um and after that is the interview video that starts the next section. Yeah. This one is, this is in universe, but out of universe at the same time. Yeah, it's like a unforum user or like a fan interviewed um, Vinny and Jeff, but they're in character the entire time. Yeah, he was just like, so when did you guys decide to do a fake Slenderman video? And he was like, uh, fuck you. This is a real, look, no one gets what we're going through. We're out of here. It was great. (laughs) It's pretty good. I like I liked their commitment to like being in character whenever they met with fans. Mm-hmm. I think that's very cool. Yeah, I I'm curious how long did that did they stay like in character the whole time? Um. Yeah, I know they had like social media accounts that were out of character. Um. Just but, to like live your life in the twenty first century. That makes yeah, sense. just like I know Jeff had like a Tumblr where he just like reblogged stuff and like posted his personal writing. Like he actually has books and stuff that you can buy on Amazon. Oh, cool. Um, and like he had a blog to promote that stuff. But I think like whenever they interacted with fans, like more or less publicly, it was in character. Okay. Except for when they would like share fan art and stuff on like their personal social media. Obviously, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not much else to say about this one. It's pretty <laughs> pretty easy. <laughs> um and then there was an Alex video, which Alex's channel doesn't exist anymore. Right. Um so there's a missing Alex video that is just a video of him playing with his band. Um and nothing super important happens in it. <laughs> okay. So just pretty chill videos yeah all right well good because we're about to get to one step forward two steps back yes (laughs) um but before that there was some stuff that went down on the twitter okay um jeff uh tweeted So April was pretty sparse for them. Uh, Alex's video went up April 2nd. Uh, On the 20th, Jeff tweeted, It's been a while, guys. A lot of material to sort through still. Uh, And then he released a Google Doc, which was all the material they were able to find in the storage locker. Uh, And it had a document with a note from Jeff uh, that said, Hey, we've been looking through, you know, all these files that we found in the storage unit. Um, a lot of it is just, like, photos of the doctor, uh, a bunch of copies of the letters that you guys have been finding in the caches. Uh, nothing really stands out to us so far. Um, and they found a label that ha- that said HPLCOR JAM 1984-2005. Um, and then... Okay. A unforum poster suggested that HPL stood for Hopewell Public Library uh, in Hopewell, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, and Jeff tweeted and said, hey, you guys have been suggesting that we've that we check out this library. We're going to go. Um, and then he tweeted again kind of later in the day and was like, yeah, we went to Hopewell. They didn't know what I was talking about. But on the way home, um, we realized that there's a Hamilton public library that could also be HPL. And mm. so we're going to go there tomorrow and check it out. Okay, I remember. Okay, and that leads into One Step Forward, Two Steps Back, which is a video about them finding stuff at the library. Yeah. At first. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so, yes, so they, uh, so Jeff tweets and is like, hey, we went to the, the library. We're going to upload a video uh, later in the day. They upload this video of them going to the library, which has some weird stuff in it. Yeah. It has, uh, you get to see Alex with his, his tape recorder of his parents. Yeah, so Alex just has a moment where he's listening to tape recorded stuff with his parents, and that's unsettling. Yes. Um, and then they go to the library, and Vince gets a girl's number, which is... A surprising bit of levity in these videos yeah i like my my favorite thing about these videos are when i don't know it, it feels it sounds weird to say that my favorite thing about these videos is when they stop talking about slender man or the weird stuff happening but like you just get little bits of them coming through in stuff that isn't about the weird stuff happening to them and i really like that it's true yeah i like it's it's nice that you can tell that like out of game these guys have actually been like really good friends in real life for a really long time <laughs> yeah there is uh the, the acting in some of this these videos are no one's winning any oscars anytime soon um but you definitely can't fake the chemistry that these guys have with each other um and when they're just jeff and just jeff and alex and Vinny and evan talking and hanging out together that's i think where the series really shines because it's just them playing off each other and working with each other really well i like that a whole lot yeah i um so they've been putting up like q a episodes for all of october um and i was watching one about like how they filmed the series and everyone was like so did you like write scripts did you like outline the scenes before you film them and apparently like most of the entire series is just them like improving and kind of riffing on off each other i i would believe that a lot yeah. of this looks like um so i was an extra in a uh improv movie once um there's a movie it's available it's called hitting the nuts it's about uh, a secret illegal underground poker tournament um and you can find it on, like, IMDb and order it from the website and stuff like that. And if you do, I'm in the background of a couple scenes. Um, but that was a movie that was entirely improvised, uh, where they had, like, a 20-page script for the whole movie that had, like, the bits they wanted to hit and some places they wanted to go. But yeah. all of the dialogue and all of the jokes, and I think that they, like, added some scenes and ideas as it went when people landed on neat stuff as they were performing but um i kind of got that same feeling here where it's like we started with ideas there are some things that we know we want to hit um 
But before we do, when it's just us hanging around in the scenes, we're just going to talk. And I think that that works really well to the series' credit. They don't... Some of the stuff later on, I feel like they aren't the best actors, so some stuff kind of gets lost in that. But in the actual day-to-day stuff of this series, it works really well because they're not trying to act. They're just trying to be Vinny. Even though weird stuff is happening to Vinny, he doesn't have to try. It's just being him who has a friend named Evan and a friend named Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was really interested in the video where they talk about that. We can probably link it in the show notes. There might be spoilers. But they were saying that, like, they did actually, like, sit down and write out what the entire plot was going to be. Like, they outlined the whole plot. But for the individual videos, they kind of just, like, made a list of, like, okay, we can do whatever and, like, fuck around in this video. But here's, like, the three things that need to get mentioned or, like, elaborated on somehow in this video. Yeah, like, in this... Go ahead. And they would just kind of like naturally let the dialogue wind around to those things. It's a really good skill to have. Uh, Not everyone can do that, but I think that they do a really good job with that. Yeah. Anyway, so he got he got a number. (laughs) Yes. So so Vinny gets this this library girl's number, Um, and they also try to call um, the police officer who's mentioned in one of the Corinthal letters. Mm-hmm. Um, but they find out that he's dead. Right. Um, so yeah, so they get, they get home and they find Evan and Alex like playing a board game together and in the middle of kind of Evan and Alex talking and doing whatever, uh, they hear, uh, the rake, they hear the rake, right? And then they, they see that sparky alex's dog is in the in the shed behind jeff's house yeah for now (laughs) yeah yeah and Um, they're like oh this thing's outside we should probably stay inside and then one of them was like my dog's out there yeah so they're like shit we gotta save the dog uh and they all rush out and evan gets messed up by the rake uh and it it eats or kills or off screen the dog is gone um sparky didn't make it (laughs) and uh evan's arm is torn up but i guess they scared the thing away yeah they they say that the rake was like holding the dog like to lure them into the shed and kind of like wiggling the dog around which is scary yeah they scary like it used it as bait for them yeah which is messed up um, I'm I'm also consistently really impressed by like the gore special effects in the series. Yeah, they do a surprisingly good job with like the bloody arm stuff whenever the rake attacks. Um Yeah. Yeah, they do a good job by it. Um the other important thing in this video is that Evan has this uh black box device that they found in the storage locker. Mm-hmm. Um and he mentions that it was like ticking when Slenderman showed up in the storage locker. Yeah. And that comes up in a bit where Yeah. Well, we'll get there when we get there, but it yeah, it's interesting that they have this device that they I feel like they have it and then they use it once but then they never use it again. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that kind of ends April, um, 
May, there's a lot of like tweeting and blog posting. Uh, Jeff does some tweets about his dead parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, um, weirdly, Habit starts posting to Damsel's blog in the middle of May. Well, I guess that checks out with um, my theory that uh, <laughs> Evan is Habit or that Habit is in Habit is inhabiting evan i just realized that those yes. are the same words um but um it makes sense that like well evan and jessa are living together so it makes sense that he's able to get access to it yeah so throughout may and i think like the rest of the summer uh habit posts some stuff on damsel's blog it's a lot of like documentaries on serial killers like implying that he knew those serial killers personally (laughs) or like was possessing them (laughs) it's my buddy ted so no videos during may just a lot of like habit posting um june jeff sends uh at the beginning of june jeff sends a letter to a unfiction or an unforum user okay uh that describes the death of his parents oh damn yeah and i don't if weirdly the timeline doesn't say what like the impetus of this is but um just dear unforum user (laughs) hi my name is alex Let me tell you about my parents. (laughs) Well, the way Jeff puts it in the letter, it sounds like this this guy, Glenn, uh, like, just directly asked him, like, how did your parents die? (laughs) (laughs) I just decided to open up to my buddy online about my the death of my (laughs) parents. Um so yeah so it's basically jeff's like yeah my my parents were in this car accident last year around the time that we like first started filming the series um i didn't say anything about it in the series because like you guys were all strangers at the time and it would have been really weird to like tell you about my dead parents yeah i i mean yeah yeah uh and it talks if my parents died mysteriously i probably wouldn't mention it on the podcast for the record yeah and no offense, y'all. <laughs> and talks a little bit about how Alex had been, like, recording their family just, like, to use for a project for his band. But when the parents died, he, like, went into denial and started using it as, like, a way to talk to his parents. Yeah, Alex doesn't deal with loss very well, uh, which we will get to. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the sixth trial of Habit gets released. I was about to ask if the trials picked back up. Yep, they did. Okay, so we're at number six. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so, one of my predictions last time was that these things would fizzle out. So I'm very curious where this goes. Uh, so number six was released on June 6th. Um, and it was to cause public unrest. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, basically, the task was uh, go with at least 10 other people, 
conduct a legal protest at your local mu- municipal center and demand the immediate removal of your of your current uh head figure who who is there at your town hall capital or whatever. Okay. Uh and then suggest that they be replaced with Habit and carry a sign that says <laughs> Habit 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Habit for mayor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Actually, there's one of the trials of Andrew. Uh, Trial of Andrew number two, after you do my dishes. um, Trial (laughs) two is write your senator. Um, I don't care about what. uh, Just write your senator. (laughs) Um, And then the next day, Evan makes a post on Damsel's blog uh, and says, Hey... Steph isn't going to be posting here anymore. Uh, I think you guys should, like, stop coming on this blog. Uh, you're not going to hear from any of us here. It belongs to Habit now, and we don't know what he's going to post. So, like, just <laughs> don't even bother. Blog's haunted. What? <laughs> Blog's haunted. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... Oh, I do like this. Have it posted a uh, a picture of Vlad the Impaler with the caption "Simpler way of life." Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> so, did people go out and raise their Habit twenty twelve signs? Yes. Um. So we're gonna talk about that. Ooh. Um. Because one of the rabbits on the twelfth. Uh, who was, he, oh, okay, he was going to get eliminated in the second trial, and then another rabbit sacrificed himself to save him, and then he ended up being the one to win Warren Jester at the end of round two. Okay. Um, he got the prize that he was supposed to get but he posted a video refusing to open it publicly unless habit passed him through trial six without him actually doing the task huh so this isn't game jacking as much as it's like game hostage taking yes and with this it's a little more than that because it's not just like it's not just like an envelope that inside has a ciphered message or something. This is like actual lore shit for the for the series. Yeah. Huh. This is a bold play. I know. Uh and then so uh a couple days later, Habit tweets, um Trial six ended earlier this week. Eight rabbits remain in the tournament. Rabbit fifty two, who is the one who did this like extremely bold gambit has Uh been granted passage to the next trial i have yet to decide what to do in regards to his gambit hell yes 52 you sickened me but i applaud your tenacity suck a railroad spike that is all for now (laughs) and uh and then so the same day uh this user rabbit 52 said that he was gonna post an unboxing video of his prize but instead, he uh, posted a video of himself and his roommate being attacked by an unseen attacker. Okay, so now we're just going straight into game jacking or series uh, jacking or yeah. whatever you want to call this. 
with with a message that said habit made me do it um and everyone was like ah habit is punishing him okay um and then there was a second video a couple of days later which we were going to talk about All um right. but in between um there is the tribe 12 video uh that has another Corinthal letter in it that habit has sent to noah who is the protagonist of cry of 12 and this is the one called the envelope right yeah it's um the protagonist of tribe 12 gets this envelope from habit ostensibly that has um like a picture of corinthal a letter that is i think like burned um and a new piece of that note that we're kind of getting in like weird chopped up bits okay yeah um and he and noah finds out that his cousin who in the lore of tribe 12 is like dead and noah's trying to find out what happened to him okay uh was also a patient of corinthal gotcha yeah corinthal started at everyman hybrid though right yes okay yeah um, and then on June 20th, uh, Rabbit52 releases a video of his roommate tied up in a, in a room. Um, and then two days later, he releases a video talking about his missing roommate and the apparent theft of his box that he won. Damn. Okay, so... Do people think this is in game, or is this obvious that this person is just trying to spin I, off their own thing out of this? I'm not sure. I I feel like people weren't sure what to think about it at the time. Okay, it um, feels pretty obvious on this end of things. Yeah. Huh. So then Habit tweets the next day and says, "Now that we've had our fun, why don't you tell them the truth?" Fifty two. And then Rabbit52 posts a video where he admits that he actually never had this box that he was claiming that he had. Huh. Um, and then he says that everything else that happened, including his roommate getting kidnapped and the attack, was quote-unquote real. Um, and the other rabbits will vote uh, on whether he is allowed to stay in the trial. Okay. Now, you may be able to guess that he was voted out six to one. (laughs) I'm surprised he got the one. (laughs) All right. Well, it's a bold play, but here we are. (laughs) It's true. And this is not the last that we will hear of this supposed box. Okay. Which, what box number is this? Uh, this is not one of the numbered boxes it was called the jester's prize because it was won by the warren jester okay all right um okay so jester's prize is out so is rabbit 52 um it is now the middle of april right may uh june June, july end end of june June. i'm very good at time y'all um, and so while this is going on, Habit posts a diary entry from a little girl in 1957 okay. um, that is a account of Habit uh, and Slenderman being at her house and Habit 
kills her dad and a bunch of cops, and then Slenderman abducts her. Hmm. Okay. Um, and this is kind of the beginning of Habit posting a bunch of stuff on uh, Damsel's former blog that are just like diary entries and like r- records of Habit and Slenderman popping out, popping okay, up throughout history. Okay, so there history. are. Okay, so there's a lot more history between Habit and the Rake or Habit and Slenderman than these videos make it seem. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought because I will say watching these, there was a bit where I was just like, I don't know why Slender, why Habit hates Slenderman so much. Seems a little, <laughs> little out of place, but all right, let's go here. Um, and then on July third, uh, Rabbit two twenty eight reveals that Habit has emailed him and asked him if he's willing to receive the Jester's prize. Okay. Um, and he says yes, but the prize actually ends up going to Rabbit 108. Um, Weird. And no one knows why except that she received it the day after her birthday, so it's possible that it was meant to be a birthday present from Habit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, and it is a box in purple tape. Uh, it had sixth written on the side, which made people think that it was going to be box six. Um, now is this the box in this playlist that's labeled box six? Maybe not really. I'll say box. Yeah. Is that the video for this one? I think so. Okay. Um, cause there was a box six later. Um, and... They real and I think they realized later that they had overlooked the fact that the Jester's Prize said sixth yet not the sixth on it <laughs> on the okay. side. Huh. Okay. Um, and it had a reference to Rabbit 108's birthday. Uh, it said, "Enjoy yourself on your special day." Hmm. Um, it had. One of Evan's t-shirts from one of the videos, uh, a necklace with a silver rabbit on it, the fourth piece of the Centralia note, and... uh, Hold on. Like, it had Evan's shirt? Yes. Like, one that he just wore? Yeah. Like, getting a used hockey jersey? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, It had the fourth piece of the Centralia note, so they now have all four pieces of the note hell yeah uh which said shades password to the unreliable narrator huh we are we are getting a tiny bit ahead of ourselves because this wasn't solved until after two of the videos that we had to talk about but i wanted to talk (laughs) about i wanted to do the jester's prize all at once because it like makes more sense to do it that way yeah no that sounds good to me um, okay, so go so ahead. So yes, so they have this. Um, they also get Corinthal notes. Um, well, not really Corinthal notes. Um, they are notes by a physics student under the tutelage of Professor Adam Roberts, who is a colleague of Corinthal. Okay. Um, and it was a experiment kind of on the behalf of Corinthal on 
a piece of fabric uh, that Corinthal had found. Okay. Uh, that is speculated by viewers to be a part of Slenderman's coat. Hmm. Okay. Because it, it is described as a piece of black cloth. Gotcha. So now we're getting into SCP territory of doing the scientific work around, you know, does it shred? Does it bend? How does it taste? Yeah. Um, and the, the student says that he talks to Corinthal. Uh, he's like, I don't know what this is, um, but we can tell like what it's made of basically. Um, and, and Corinthal says like, well, can we make something that detects it? Which is, ends up being the black box Mm. that the everyone hybrid boys now have. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting considering something that happens to evan later yeah okay uh habit also posts another journal entry by a guy who him and his wife were tortured by habit um it's annotated by habit which is a little bit funny (laughs) (laughs) um I really like the part where the guy writes, I ran to help her, but Habit just kicked me across the room. And then Habit says in the same line, it was awesome. He flew like 10 feet, went through the kitchen wall. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get uh, the May and June video and the dash dot dash dot videos, both on the same day. So we are now okay on July thirteenth. These two videos come out. Gotcha. Yeah, I know. Dash dot dash dot was very cool. Yeah. What happened May, in May and June? Uh, May and June is one of their like kind of update videos. Like, here's what we've been doing for the past two months. Uh, there's a a very extended clip of the rake like crawling up to the camera on the ground. Oh yeah. Uh, Vinny talks about that he's dating Lexi, the girl from the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex has the sock puppet dog. <laughs> yeah. Alex comes up and he's got a sock puppet on that has googly eyes on it. And someone's like, hey, Al, what's, uh, what's, what's that? And he goes, oh, it's Sparky. And he's <laughs> like, what do you mean Sparky. And Alex is like, you know, my dog. I've had it for like four years. And then they just like cut to them in a different room. And they're like, yeah, it's messed up. But uh, we're going to let him do it. Uh, oh. Alex doesn't take loss very well. No, he doesn't. Uh, they also talk about that they are looking over the stuff from the storage facility. Uh, and they they find some of the photos that look exactly like them when they were children. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the one where Evan reveals that he has a hidden emergency yeah. machete on the bottom of Vince's car. Yes. <laughs> Which is like one of the funniest yeah, I'm, in this entire series. I'm, I'm scrolling back through the uh the transcript now and for the one where I said, What happens in this one? A lot of shit happens in this one. Yeah, a lot um, happens in this one. <laughs> they're out in the woods doing like a bonfire, having a good night, 
and then they hear i think they they hear slender man or they hear something and like they turn on the clicky thingy and it starts clicking and they're like all right he's here and so they all get up and start going and uh evan's like here let me go to the car and they're like why do you want to go to the car and he reaches underneath and pulls out a fucking machete Uh he goes yeah it's my emergency machete and Vince is like, when were you going to tell me you had a machete on the bottom of my car? So good. And so they, like, go to their shed. They grab, like, an axe and garden shears. And things are weird because they're, like, weirdly efficient. Like, they're not... This whole series has been them going, like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, no. This video, they're just like, ah, yes, the Slender Man is in the woods. It's time to get the weapons. Yeah. And they do. And then they charge out into the woods. And then there's distortion and it stops. And then, like, it cuts back to them at the house. And they're all just, like, covered in blood. Yeah, and they they kill a deer. Yeah, they they've all just, like, gone out and just killed a deer. And... Jeff's nose is broken because, like, he tried to pull Evan off the deer and Evan punched him in the face. And just, like, it's like they were all in kind of a trance to kill this deer and they were, like, weirdly into it. And afterwards they're like, why the fuck did we do that? Yeah. It is such a good ending to a video. I thought this was one of the strongest bits in this whole series. It's so good. I love the videos in the series where just, like, weird stuff happens and then it's, like, absolutely not explained. Yeah. It's just them being like, why the f- Like, you can tell that they're all kind of like, why the fuck did we go ham on that deer? Like, we we knew it wasn't Slenderman because it's a deer. Yeah. So why did we kill this thing? It was a really surprising, very stark moment. I actually really liked this one. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I feel like um, I'm going to say the phrase, I actually really liked this one a lot in this, as yeah. if I, I'm supposed to have disliked <laughs> them. And then the same the same day, I think like the, around the same time, uh, the dash dot dash dot video comes out, which is the last uh, hidden video. Yeah, I actually code. like this one too. Yeah, this one is weird and good. Yeah. Because uh, this is the one that has them sitting around in, like, a weird shack with the candles. Yeah, it's like a storage container. Yeah. And they're just sitting around and kind of talking. And, like, one of them is wearing, like, clearly wearing the Slenderman costume. Like, without the face. But he has, like, at the very least, he has a suit and tie on. Yeah, and also Evan is wearing handcuffs. I didn't notice that. Really? I don't know how I didn't notice it. I think I just... He just seemed like the kind of guy that would wear bracelets, so I didn't even... (laughs) I'm I'm looking at the thumbnail now, and you're absolutely correct. But I didn't notice that at the time. Um, and so it, it it cuts back between, like, kind of, like, main continuity stuff, quote-unquote, and, like them in this storage container yeah the the storage container stuff feels very 
it's probably a weird cut, but you know, like Evangelion, where there are some stuff that just like it takes place in like the the internal of the characters, and it's like it's not actually Shinji on a train talking to Ray on a train. It's just like in Shinji's head, the concepts of Ray and Shinji are talking to each other. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It it feels kind of like that, where it's just like, this is the idea of them together in this shed. But I don't think anything in that shed actually happened in real life. Interesting. It's so very this, good. Yeah, this um launched a lot of theories because of something that they say in this video. Hmm. Um, they talk about Corinthal dying... Um, and one of them says, I guess when we're done this little iteration, we'll have a nice little war buddy talk with him. End of this iteration. Huh. That line didn't really stick out to me, but that was more because I kind of thought of it as a weird thing, but okay, wheels are turning. (laughs) um so this kicked off something that had been well it it didn't really kick it off i don't think as much as it gave a lot of support to something that had been floating around called the iteration theory which you may be able to guess (laughs) yeah so that's i assume it's something like this has all happened before, basically. Just, like, they've been here before. Not specifically them, but, like, a version of them were the Corinthal kids before. And then now they're reincarnated or something? Yeah, the theory was basically that uh, Jeff, Finney, Evan, and Damsel as well as, like, Habit, Slenderman, the Rake, and possibly Dr. Cornthal, um, were this group of people that are constantly engaged in this kind of, like, cosmic chess game. Um, and whenever they die, they kind of, like, respawn and they start a new iteration. Okay. I think giving the group credit of being interdimensional chess masters throughout time gives them a little too much credit because these boys aren't very bright yeah also why do we why is she just called damsel uh her name is stephanie yeah we know her name is steph um i think some people just call her damsel for like ease of reference i should probably be calling her steph though (laughs) i just think it's weird that like all of this still refers to her as damsel instead of her actual name (laughs) it is kind of weird either way um okay so they keep coming back to keep dying to slender man that doesn't really seem like a productive use of time yeah um there was also kind of a, a sub theory that uh all of the cast members are experiencing smaller iterations throughout the entire series okay like 
like every time there's like a weird skip in time it's like they're jumping to a new iteration like how when they hit slenderman with their car they black out and they wake up in the basement yeah or that time when um when jeff opened the door and there's like something behind him yeah and then it cuts back and it jeff opens the door and he's like oh hey guys yeah um okay just like smaller little like time loops like you know oh we did it wrong that time but let's do it right this time yeah okay i could get behind Um, that yeah so then we get the jester's prize unboxing uh and we get habit tweets say i were to have two electronic files in my possession two files you'd be interested in what would you do to help the emh fools out um, and Glenn, the guy who ha- who Jeff sent a letter about his dead parents to, said, mm-hmm. I would even work against the EMH boys if necessary. Glenn? Glenn, how dare you? Glenn, I hope you're listening. These are our sweet, beautiful himbos, and we need to do everything in our power to help them. Uh, and then have it linked... Uh, linked out two password-protected files um, and said, just remember that, Glenn. They trusted you. Hope it was worth it. And (sighs) so they were able to use the password from the cut-up Centralia note, which uh, you may remember the hint was Shade's password to the unreliable narrator. Um, Mm -hmm. A wiki user realized that it was a reference to the novel Pale Fire, uh, which has a character named Shade and a character uh, called, or a character who is known as an unreliable narrator. Okay. Uh, and there's a part where they talk about a password, and the password is Pity. Um, and they hmm. sent that to Jeff, like, kind of wondering if it could be anything, and Jeff was like, Oh yeah, that makes a bunch of sense. And Pale Fire was like an inspiration for House of Leaves, so I've heard of that. Gotcha. Okay. They realized that the last piece of the note had a plus one three three on it, so the password to the uh, locked file was pity one three three. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and behind that was the save file for the Minecraft level that there's a video of in the playlist. Yeah, I started watching that, and I don't know why, but the <laughs> Minecraft videos creeped me out more than any of the real-life stuff happening. It really do be like that sometimes. I don't know why, but just, like... I don't know. We found this in Ben Drowned, but, like, there's something about haunted video games or whatever that i do think are just kind of inherently creepy yeah i think it's the lack of rules like video games are supposed to follow rules you know like they're programmed in computers so when they don't it's weird and spooky um and then there's a sign in the minecraft level that says this place is your tomb and it has a password on it uh and that password unlocked the second password locked file that habit gave them uh, which had two Corinthal letters in it. Uh, cool. One was the letter from uh, the Tribe 12 video that was all burnt up and you can't really read in the video. It was just a clean copy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, talking about 
Noah's cousin, Milo, uh, who was also treated by Cornthal. Um, and the other one also was the same, uh, just talking about him treating Milo. Uh, it talks about the weird piece of fabric that he found outside Milo's house, which we now know is probably from Slenderman's right. jacket. Uh, and talks about how Milo also saw Slenderman. Okay. Also vaguely kind of talks about the fact that a lot of um pe- a lot of like other doctors that Corinthal tries to work with don't really trust him and they think he's like a weirdo and have accused him of being a murderer. Oh, okay. Who do they think pa- he killed? His kids? Yeah, I think I think people blame him for his kids like dying. Which is sad. Right. That, yeah. That that really sucks. It does. Um, and then... So, with the iteration theory, is this the same Dr. Corinthal? Because um, Corinthal's popped up a couple times and he's obviously older than the crew. But... Yes. Is he... The Corinthal that we have now, is it the same Dr. Corinthal that was back then that raised them? Or is the new Corinthal a different Corinthal? Well, we know that Corinthal is currently dead. And the right. new letters are from 1995, which is after the the mining town Ford died. That's um, right. I'm not going to lie. I forgot that Corinthal <laughs> was dead. Okay. Because we've so, seen him. So yeah, I forgot that he him. was dead. Okay. Um, and they they talk about in uh, the dash dot dash dot video. I think one of them says like, "Yeah, Corinthal took like thirty years to kick the bucket after we did." So it's assumed mm. that he is from a different iteration than the current Everyone Hybrid crew. Okay. Huh. Um. And then Jeff tweets to confirm that they also saw these like weird. Corinthal letters and then Habit posts a blog post that will become relevant unlike a lot of the other ones Um, and it is a diary entry by someone named Nick and as you may note the Everyone Hybrid crew have a friend named Nick they do uh, who is being held hostage in I think his basement by habit. Um, and he's like, yeah, hmm. have it killed my family and also my dog. Um, and habit is making me train to fight someone. And he keeps calling me like an experiment. Uh, and he won't let me die. Oh. And also slender red is here. <laughs> That's really all of this. It's just like, oh, by the way, uh, Slendy's out back. Yeah. Slenderman's here too, I guess. So yeah, so this guy Nick is like, have it possessed me and made me kill my dog by like ripping its head off with my bare hands. That's interesting compared to what we have seen. Yes. Puts a lot of stuff in context. Yeah. Uh, and then on July 27th, uh, the Sigma video goes up. 
which is the one where Evan and Alex test their blood with the black box device. Yeah, they cut Alex's finger and test his, and his blood doesn't do anything. But when they test um, Evan's, it lights up like the 4th of July. Yeah, I guess and it, Evan... it ticks like the 4th of July. It doesn't really light up, but you know. Yeah, and Evan's like, yeah, the the Sigma radiation is from Slenderman. And I th- kind of curious learned... if that's true now. Yeah, I guess he learned that from the papers they found. I don't know. He does actually say how he knows that, which is interesting. Huh. Well, I was thinking it might be, in hindsight, it might be something to do with the, uh, the iteration stuff. If, like, I don't know, it's just time radiation or whatever. Just like, huh, this guy, I guess it'd be connected to Slenderman. That would do it. Yeah. Because it's not like Alex hasn't been around Slenderman shit. That's true. And it also has a conversation with Jeff and Alex where Jeff is like, hey, I don't want you to hang around Evan. Oh, yeah. Do we know why that is? No. Okay. We don't. I mean, I have a hunch. I got a lot of hunches. (laughs) I wouldn't want my brother hanging around Evan either. But I was curious if we had a more concrete thing. Um, And then Jeff tweets um i'm not happy that like alex snuck out and there and i've had to find out through like a video post on our account uh but i'm gonna talk to evan tonight about this weird blood test because like that's concerning uh and then on august 11th uh they tweet evan vin steph and myself jeff all tested positive for whatever the hell the black device detects in our blood. Okay. Um, and then Noah of Tribe 12 uh, tweets, Visiting family in New York in a week or two. Gonna try and stop by and visit the Everman Hybrid crew in New Jersey to ask about the envelope that I got. Okay, cool. Yeah, that. I was wondering who this new guy that showed up was. Yes, that is, he is the protagonist of Tribe 12, um, who becomes semi-important, but not too important. <laughs> it's a very soft crossover, I would say. Okay. <laughs> Just uh, like, hey guys, I got one of your clues. Here you go. I'm leaving now. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, he shows up again later, but it's like, he's, uh, there's like one video on his channel that's kind of relevant to Everman Hybrid, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, and then Habit, at the end of August, uh, sent out Trial 7. Okay. Which was, Trial 7, keep your body breathing. Okay. Which was to the remaining six rabbits. Um, but he would be in contact with them again at a certain point. Is is his trial literally just, like, stay alive? Yeah, his trial was basically don't get murdered. <laughs> huh. All right. Um, September was also a little sparse, uh, as was August. Uh, Habit made a blog post uh, that was notes from a police officer who tried to arrest him. A lot of 
there a lot of like the through line and kind of these habit blog posts is that like people keep expecting the police to like be able to stop habit at slender man <laughs> like in one of the earlier ones it's mentioned that like the little girl's dad called the cops on slender man <laughs> and the the policeman's notes is uh, just like stuff that has been observed about Habit, like that he can possess one or many people um, and doesn't really have any regard for the bodies that it inhabits. Um, okay, so like at that bonfire, he could have possessed the whole group. Yes. Okay. Um, it has the ability to push the human body to its farthest limitations. It will find a new shell if its current shell is fatally wounded. No way to forcibly remove the habit from its shell. Uh, and it culminates in the police officer tries to, like, call in a SWAT team on habit and habit just, like, kills the entire SWAT team. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, and the the officer speculates that Habit is like trying to make some kind of like perfect human body to live in. Okay. And also that he's been living in this warehouse that has like newspaper clippings of all of his like murders and terrorist attacks and every single thing that he's like ever influenced. So Habit's been around the block. Yeah. Okay. So Habit Habit has been fighting Slenderman for a while but seems detached from So Habit pops back up in the iteration theory cuz it used to be a kid's imaginary friend, right? Yeah. But also is involved in like terrorists and stuff. Yes. So kind of detached from the iteration theory kind of not kind of yeah and and we know from these like diary entries and stuff that habit has been posting that like habit and slenderman often show up together in places okay so there's something going and the on rake is just kind of hanging out yeah just creeping and crawling yeah the rake doing just what around. it do okay yeah. The next thing that happens is we get the videos where Noah from Tribe 12 visits uh, the Everyman hybrid guys and they kind of like sit down and actually try and like hash out what's going on with all of them. Mm-hmm. And he brings like the files that Habit sent him and they just kind of like sit down at a table and like talk about all the weird puzzles and notes and stuff that they've been getting <laughs> yeah they're just kind of like this whole thing sure is kind of messed up huh <laughs> well thanks for swinging by it's good to talk to you at least someone can claim that we're not just making a bunch of shit up <laughs> um oh and then in the in the youtube description it has a link to noah release one which is more which is a PDF that has more uh, papers from the storage locker, which is just okay. a note um, that isn't signed by anyone, 
uh, and it mentions Linny and William, uh, who you may remember are people who were associated with the rake. Yeah. Linny's a name that I definitely remember popping up before. Yeah. Huh. Um, I don't remember what else we know about Linny, just that she's associated with the rake. Okay. Um... And we found a letter to her from William uh, referring her to the Everyman hybrid people. Oh, and we know that she was a patient of Corinthal. Okay. But she's not a member of, like, the Mining Town Four, who are Jeff, Evan, Vinny, and Steph. Right. Well, at this point, everyone is a patient of Dr. Corinthal's. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so we At so we know po- that. Go ahead. So we know that she's the patient, kind of more associated with the rake than with Slenderman. Right. So Doctor Corinthal's the linchpin that holds us all together. He's just the one that's seeing all these people and being like, "Huh, y'all are involved in some messed up stuff, huh?" Well, yeah. good luck with that, you guys, with your uh, <laughs> Slender Boy. Uh, you with your imaginary friend who's really into knives, and you with uh, your imaginary friend who's really into ripping people up. Yeah. I'm out of here. You guys have fun. <laughs> Don't get murdered. Oh, you um, all failed. And this note is just kind of Corinthal being like, hey, I had this weird dream about Linny uh, researching like the Mining Town 4's lives and how they died, and maybe I should uh, rethink my own investigation. Uh, and it's from 1990, which was before the Milo notes and after the Mining Town 4 died. Okay. And that would be, lining up a timeline, that would be about when the new set are born. Yeah. Right? Because they're just like slightly older than me, I think is where I saw the ages line up. Yes. Um, and then we go to October. Uh, we get the Halloween hangover video. Yeah. Which is another secret video. Is is it, are the the videos with capitalized letters? Are those? I think I'll put this together. Are these habit posted videos that the boys can't see? Yeah. Okay. Because I know they have a tweets in all caps, so I thought that, that might be what it is. Because they also seem to be a bit, um, they don't reference things that happen to those very much, so that makes sense. Yeah, they are also hidden. Um, I think people mostly just figured that out through like trial and error of like sending them the videos and being like, can you see this? <laughs> um, so step one, a new, oh hey, a new Everman hybrid video came out. Step one, we're going to send it back to them and see if they can see it. <laughs> Step two, we'll watch it. And I think they would also um, tweet links to all of the regular videos, but the hidden ones they wouldn't tweet anything about. Okay. So there so there was another way to tell, too. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So this is a hidden video of clips of stuff that the Everyman Hybrid crew, like, didn't want people to see. Just like footage they haven't released. Uh, We find out that Lexi, the girl that Vince was dating, is killed by Slenderman. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vinny is 
vomiting that like weird dark liquid again. Mm-hmm. This one, this one also had one of those nice, I don't know, nice moments between the boys. Which, if a video has nice moments between the boys, uh, be careful because it's about to go south. <laughs> but they just had Evan and Vince walking by talking, and Vince is like, you know, I'm seeing this girl, and she's really cool. I'm liking it a lot. It's there's a lot of bad stuff happening to me lately, but she's kind of a bright spot. And Evan's like, yeah, I, uh, I kind of know how that is, cause. Uh, Steph and I have been kind of dating. And Evan's like, or Vince is like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah. Oh, hey, what's that? Is that a Slenderman? <laughs> um, but it was neat. It's neat to see them. It is neat to see them interact and talk about like a bright spot in their lives, even if one of those bright spots is about to immediately be killed. It's um, true. Which is, I don't know. It's frustrating that there's a character that's been entirely off screen this whole time. And they're like, whoopsies, she's dead now. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. There's a nice moment in the middle of this video. And then the rest of it, <laughs> it's some cool atmospheric atmospheric feeling horror, which is fun to see because you never actually... I don't think you see Slenderman in this one. I don't think you really see much that's messed up. But you can feel it from the way that they're interacting. And I like that a lot. Yeah, and there's some stuff at the beginning with the rake too, and with Alex and Jeff. Before is this the, the one where stuff. Alex takes a bunch of pills? I think Jeff takes a bunch of pills. Oh, Jeff takes. Yeah, I, sorry. Yes, I knew that. I'm. I get them mixed up. But yeah, the older one, Jeff, takes a bunch of pills, and then I guess they stop him, or it doesn't take, or whatever. But yeah, this one gets dark. Yeah, you also can hear, there's also, like, footage where you hear the rake, like, rattling around mm-hmm. and making noises. It's it's a pretty good one. It's a good video. Is this the one where Evan is, or uh, where Vince is sitting at his computer and then, like, a dog runs by and Vin's like, is that Sparky? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one had some cool stuff to it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the other Tribe 12 video that kind of references the Everyman Hybrid crew, which I think is why it's on the playlist. Um, this is Happy Birthday, right? Yeah. This is... I really like the... Tri- I We'll probably talk about Tribe 12 eventually, but they have really cool, like... Similar to the Habit videos on the Everyman Hybrid channel, they have, like, these videos that are edited by one of the villains... Uh, and they have a really cool, like, distinct visual style to them, and I really like them. Yeah, it's all black and white, and yeah, it was neat. Yeah. I and couldn't figure out of... how it was related, though. Yeah, I think it's just included because it, it vaguely references the Everyone Hybrid boys. It's like, they can't help you. Okay. <laughs> is that, uh, and... is that, does Noah die in that video? Is that something that happens no Noah's still alive okay we'll learn more about that when we cover tribe 12 for <laughs> next halloween i guess i know tribe 12 is still going so yeah maybe next oh, halloween <laughs> maybe the halloween after <laughs> um and then come december uh is the outside help video which is the video with evan and nick yeah this one was weird it's just them it starts off and it's just them talking 
um just evan and nick talking about like hey it's kind of messed up or are you the one that broke into my house just a slender man and nick is like no i wouldn't do that that'd be weird that'd be weird and messed up i did have to look and see like who is this guy uh <laughs> when this video started because i was like should i recognize him uh but nope it's nick's first appearance and maybe his last maybe um, his last yeah uh because uh it starts off with them just hanging out and talking and then it cuts to later when evan is calling vince on his phone and it's all shot from like security footage angles except it's in evan's house um and so they're chatting and evan talks about killing nick uh, that he doesn't know why Nick came at him or anything like that. But then they were fighting. And while they were fighting, they got, like, teleported up to Bald Plate Mountain. Um, where they'd been hiking around in the woods before. And mm-hmm. they were both like, this is fucked up, but I guess he's still trying to kill me. And then Evan kills Nick. And uh, we see this as he's describing it to Evan uh, via a phone call where he's like choked up about it and freaking out. And it is probably their best acted video. Yeah, it's a really good video. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, I I know that I have given and I'm going to continue giving a bit of crap to their acting in these videos. But uh, Evan really knocked this one out of the park. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Evan is like, yeah, I don't know why I murdered him. It's just like something made me do it. Yeah, because it, it seems like either, I guess, Habit was possessing Nick and then was like, oh, never mind. This Evan's kid's holding his own pretty well. Maybe I'll just be, he'll be my host now. But I guess... I guess Habit knew about Evan because of the first loop of Evan and them in the past with the Corinthal stuff, but also because it was Evan's imaginary friend, right? Yes. So it knew about him in the past, but then I guess it knew about him in the present too. Um, But it also knew about him from the deer stuff before. So um, then, yeah, Habit came and because I know that Evan was like, I don't know why I did it. Like it was self-defense, but I didn't like... I didn't want to do it. I just kind of entered a fugue state and snapped his neck. Yeah. It's a good video. It's a good video. I like that one of the notes on the wiki is, there is not offered explanation as to how Evan got home from Bald Fate. <laughs> he walked. <laughs> they, they've done this walk multiple times where they go somewhere and then they say, yeah, we walked back. It took me like two days. God. Can you imagine? You just keep getting randomly teleported to the same mountain. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, you just, like, set up your own personal Uber cars with each other. (laughs) Yeah, eventually it's like, God, fuck, not again. (laughs) Um, And this was confirmed to also be a hidden video that they couldn't see. Yeah, it's in all caps. Outside help. Is the title. Uh, and then uh, on December 19th was hidden cameras and emails. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I Did I mention that the Evan was Evan in the last video was like, yeah, hey, by the way, uh, I'm looking right into cameras. What the fuck's up with this? Do you have any idea of any? Yeah. Um, and then in this one, they find him. Evan goes or uh, Vinny goes around and uh, takes down all of the cameras. And I think I know who put the cameras there. <laughs> but that's one of my yeah. predictions for next time. Yeah, they find these weird uh, pinhole cameras in their houses. Yeah, um, and it's like all of their houses. And the, yeah, and then Jeff also admits that he's just been like erasing emails from people. <laughs> yeah. For like the past month, and they all have a fight. <laughs> I will say, watching a bunch of people yelling and arguing and yelling like, but what about the emails? It takes on an entirely different uh, <laughs> vibe in 2019 after the 2016 election. Like, hearing people yell and argue about emails is just like, it will forever make my neck hairs bristle. <sighs> yeah, and, and also Jeff is like, I like I don't, I don't know why I erased all those emails. Like, I didn't make the conscious decision to do that. Like, it's weird that this happened. This is um, just them in universe trying to get around the fact that they just stopped answering. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and then they're like, well, we need to keep talking to people because, like, they're helping us figure out all this shit. Like, <laughs> what are we going to do if we're not emailing them? They also, is this the one where they find the hard drive? Um, I think so. Yeah. It was, so they find it and Vince is like, this is a 500 gig hard oh, yeah. drive. And one of them was like, that'll record a long time. <laughs> it won't. Like 500 gigs, if you're storing multiple HD footage cameras worth of videos, and we know it's HD because we've seen them before, and there have been like at least eight different camera angles we've seen these things from like that's not gonna last very long yeah i know um, that i'm being very nitpicky um <laughs> but evan's like wow that's more than my xbox yeah and that was funny but um the hard drive also has purple duct tape on it which we know is habits kind yes. of signature i yes I'm suspicious of that. Yeah? I I don't think Habit put the video cameras up. Interesting. Who do you think put the video cameras up? That's one of my predictions for next time. Do you want me to get into it now or later? Uh, I w I'm curious. I want to I want to hear what you think. So, in the Everyman play, there are three roles. Mhm. Mm there is the Firebrand, the Guardian, and the Voyeur. Mm -hmm. The Firebrand is clearly Evan. I feel like the Guardian fits Jeff more than it fits Vince for reasons that we'll get into. Interesting. I feel like Vinny is the Voyeur because... Mm -hmm. A couple times in this in in this video or in this a couple times in this set of videos, he goes for his camera 
instead of other things when those are the clearly smart things to get. When they go kill the deer, he has the camera, I'm pretty sure. When uh, one of the later videos, the property, he specifically says, like, I didn't bring a weapon with me because I feel more comfortable behind a camera. And if one of them has to be the voyeur, it would make sense if it's the new cameraman who keeps finding his camera and finding safety in it. Oh, interesting. So I like your theory. I think it's Vince and I th- or Vinny and I think that he is the voyeur. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like I know that this is kind of tautological, but that's why he is the voyeur because he is the one that is placing these cameras around and he has a newfound like in the same way that Evan has an affinity for knives, Vince has an affinity for cameras. Yeah, okay. I, I see where you're at. I will say a lot of people uh, in the fandom were also at the same place that you are when Hell the yes. videos came out. I'm not so. behind. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, that's we... that's my theory. That's one of my theories for next week. That was the weirdest okay. theory I have, I think. I like it. I like your theory. Um, like I said, there was a lot of infighting over like who the different archetypes referred to because... The voyeur and the guardian, it, you can kind of apply either of them at this point to Vinny or Jeff. Yeah, I think that by the time we reach the end of the set of episodes, I think it more cleanly applies to Jeff. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the Christmas video. Yes. This one has one of my favorite edits in the whole series. Yeah. Um, and that is, uh, they confirm that some of the last videos they can't see, and they celebrate Christmas together. What's your favorite edit in the whole series? Tell me about that. Oh, when, um, they are, uh, they're hanging out in the basement, and they're all giving gifts to each other, and someone gives Jeff, like, an air horn, um... I don't know why you would give an air horn to someone for Christmas, um, but it does come back later and helps them fight off the rake, which is cool. But oh yeah, um, but they they give Jeff the the air horn and he just like is joking around with it, and then he like hits it, and you hear the you know from the air horn, but then it cuts into um, two people sitting in a car. And, um, oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Vince and Jeff sitting in a car as like a horn from another car is honking and they go, all right. And they go. And then it's Jeff talking to Vince about like how he can't be Alex's dad. It was so cool. (laughs) And like led to a very good character moment. Um, I, I, that was one of my favorite moments. And this, this video has some of the best character bits. Uh, in yeah. the series that I've seen so far. I really like this video. I wish this series was more of videos like this so that I would care more when the weird shit happens to the characters elsewhere. Yeah, I think I think I'm completely with you. Um, but yeah, this video is great. I don't I don't think any like Slenderman and the Rake don't show up, but a lot of cool stuff happens in this one. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, um Evan gets a knife. Evan gets a knife for Christmas because that's that's who he is. Um, we learn that um, we learn that Steph is pregnant, right? Yeah, we do. Um, because 
Vinny is just like recording and she's standing there holding a home pregnancy test and like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a weird cutaway too. It's not like they make an effort to like go out of the way to do it. It was very odd. But Yeah. Um There are some other weird cutaways. There's like the people underwater from the Morse code videos in here. Yeah. Um Oh, I do like the little clip where Steph is filming Alex and he and she looks at the sock puppet and he says, I know that's not my dog. Yeah, right. I forgot about that. Yes. There are these little character moments that are so good and they're all in this one video. And then all of the other videos are just like, well, guess we're going to go walk toward this creepy thing. <laughs> and i i desperately wish this video had more of this or this series had more of this i really yeah. enjoyed this video it was cool seeing these characters behind the scenes and meeting them it's also it's you can kind of tell that like um in their personal lives uh these characters are growing up and like getting their own places because it's like new sets are showing up we're yeah. getting um what's her name's apartment um um oh yeah steph's apartment yeah we see well we see steph's apartment but we saw the one that um evan and god what's her name um Vinny's girlfriend who's off screen the entire time oh lexi Lexi. like we see her apartment and then we see this new place which is like entirely entirely unfurnished it's just like white walls with like a leather couch and a tv in the basement and like i lived there like i get it (laughs) (laughs) um it's it's on a meta level it's neat seeing these actors where it's like okay like you can kind of see their lives are going on in the background too and it does reflect itself back into the videos with new sets and stuff like that but it was neat seeing i don't know this video is about growth and change and it's cool seeing that happen in a meta level too yeah also evan almost stabs their friend daniel (laughs) yeah what else is new evan's always almost stabbing someone (laughs) it's true um, I, I just say that because Daniel's going to show up again later, and I, I think it's neat that they kind of put him in this video to remind everyone that he's around. Is Daniel the person that was in... Wait, did we... Hold on. With this session, I'm getting mixed up between where videos show up. Did we see... I think we saw it before in the last episode where... um. Evan was being weird and talking to himself, right? Yes. Okay. Was that Daniel in that video? I don't think so. We okay. know that Daniel is one of their friends who was being like the fake Slenderman in the beginning of their videos. Right. Uh, and he's also in the end of May and June when they like go off and kill the deer. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of little side characters that show up in, like, two videos that I am trying desperately to keep track of, but it's hard. Yeah. Um, And then we get into 2012. 2012. Yeah. Uh, We have reached January 2012, uh, and that is January 20th. Uh, The Jim Thorpe video shows up, and this is one of my favorite videos just because it's very cool. <laughs> um, yeah, this one, this one's neat. I'll let you take it. This fits one of your favorites. Yeah, I, I like this video. They go up to, or they go to Jim Thorpe, uh, Pennsylvania, 
where one of the boxes was found, uh, but they're going to visit their friend Jesse. Um, and, and that's Corinthal's like niece or something, right? It's his great niece. Great niece. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're going to go visit our friend Jesse. Um, and they pull up to her house. Um, and they, they go in the house and you, you don't really ever see the inside of the house. Uh, you see them like run in. Um, Evan runs into the house with a knife, I think. Or does he have a knife? I don't yeah, Evan, he has a knife. Evan has an Yes, Marn, Evan has a knife. <laughs> um and then you see uh he gets like thrown through a window or yeah. like the window breaks and Evan is injured and then the rake like jumps out of the window. Mm-hmm. And and Evan and Jeff like run or Vinny and Jeff just like run away to the car. <laughs> <laughs> Um and F and and Jeff uh blows so yeah and then Jeff blows his air horn and scares off the rake yeah I thought that was a neat little continuity thing I was like oh you have a little thing to help you fight off these things yeah I I I really like this video I like the way that it's filmed I like that you kind of get you get the conflict from like the outside of the house and it's framed very cool and then i like the rake jumping out of the window it's like one of my favorite special effects in this whole series yeah i thought that was really neat because it's it, it's like the first time you see the rake really up close i think in this whole yeah, series i so i'm curious if they have the same people play slender man and the rake every time ah i don't know so i assume that there's a I would have to go back and catalog footage of the whole time. I assume that, like, they have a fourth friend that plays Slenderman whenever he needs to be in a video. Um, and I'm curious I... if the rake is always the same person. My money, yeah, I would be... my money's on Evan playing the rake in this one. Yeah, I think from looking at a couple of their behind-the-scenes videos that they've put up, I think it really is, like, whoever's not in a certain shot plays mm-hmm. that character because they have a couple videos where they're doing like a behind the scenes thing and it's like just Vinny walking around with the camera and um, Jeff on a stool is Slenderman (laughs) (laughs) that checks out okay Um, yeah that makes sense because I I figure Evan runs in and then just like if I don't think it was all done in one take but if it was he goes inside the house and then great strips down throws on the body morph suit and then jumps out the window or whatever like uh to make the illusion complete but that's what i'm assuming that evan played the rake in this video i i yeah. i like a little behind the scenes stuff like that and trying to figure yeah. that out but that's just me yeah i i also like the rake in this video because like you can kind of tell that it's a guy in a morph suit but it's like scary yeah i mean anyone creepy crawling at you like that is gonna be scary <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, also. (laughs) What is it? The Philly Green Man from Always Sunny? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think also, like, the sound effects do a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, Honestly. Yeah, they do a lot of heavy lifting in the rake stuff. But it's it's cool. I like like the rake. I like. I like the rake as kind of a, a tertiary antagonist. The rake is good, actually. 
Yeah, the rake is good, actually. I don't know that I actually believe that, but here we go. <laughs> Uh, and then on the January 24th, uh, they post the video Jesse. Um, and that yeah, is this one the... picked up like immediately after the last one, right? Yeah, it's like the aftermath of the rake attack. But the um, the description says like they didn't know if they wanted to actually show this part of the footage. But then they like decided that they were going to. Yeah, and this one is basically just them saying like well the rake killed jesse yeah yeah not much else happens yeah that's about it right yep i think they they mentioned that slenderman showed up oh that's right they said like oh uh because it like attacked vince and then they blew the air siren, and then it, like, got distracted and ran the other way, and then they were like, yeah, uh, we were gonna get fucked up by the rake, but then Slenderman came and saved us, I guess. That's weird. Yeah. So, yeah, not a lot happens in this one, except Jesse's dead now. Yeah, they they confirmed that Jesse's dead, and that's pretty much, like, the whole video. Rest in peace, Jesse. Um, and then, so 2012 is kind of when uploads and stuff started to slow down because, like, I guess they all started to get busy with, like, their day jobs and, like, actually having lives. Um, I I, don't want to speculate too much, but I feel like maybe a bunch of them graduated college around this time and, like... That might, that would check out. Yeah. Um... But February, we get two videos, uh, Intermission and Consensus. Uh, Intermission is just um, a video of Vinny, and he's like, hey, I know we haven't uploaded in a while, uh, but something happened when, like, on the way to Jesse's funeral. We haven't really talked about it, but there's, like, a video, and we haven't wanted to upload it, and none of us have really felt like doing much of anything. Uh but yeah. we're going to put it up. Uh, and then we get the consensus video, which is also a very cool video. Mm-hmm. And this is the one where Vinny and Alex uh, are on the way to Jesse's funeral and they get attacked by Slenderman. Yeah. Well, before that, Alex talks about his dreams. Yeah, that, like... he has dreams where like the rake talks to him. Yeah. And he's like, the rake told me that it, like, exactly how it killed Jesse in my dreams. It, yeah, he said that, but then he says something that I think is a little more interesting, or at least weirder. But he, he turns to him and he says something like, he told me about you guys. Yeah. And then Vince is like, uh, let me check something on the camera real quick. And then it just, like, entirely cuts away. Yeah. And then it doesn't come back until, like, an entirely different scene later on. So I'm really curious what that meant. Yes. Um, I have a theory, but I don't want to spoil you on something that happens later. Okay. But I will say... I, I... It could be a number of things, so I'm not even going to yeah. try and speculate. Yeah. Um... And then uh, Vinny wakes up in on, like, this dirt road, 
covered in the weird black goo. Uh, He finds that Alex has been goopified by Slender Man. He's been bagged. He's been bagged. (laughs) (laughs) And then you see that Vinny's beard is missing in in the mirror. What? Go back and watch the end of the video. Hold on. Did... Oh, hey, the video opens on him looking at his hand, too. Yeah, if you go to, like, three minutes and 50 seconds of the video, he looks at himself in the car mirror and his beard is completely gone. This is more important than anything else in any of these videos. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're absolutely right. Vinny shaved his beard. I was right. My prediction came true. For one video, he has no beard. He has no beard. At some point, he had to shave it off, and he did. I called it. Listeners, (laughs) I am... I'm the king. This feels real good. I'm like, I don't think I've gotten a single prediction wrong at this point. (laughs) And I think people were speculating that this is another, like, weird iteration jump, which is why he doesn't have the beard. Sure. Because he has it at the beginning of the video. He cleaned up. Oh, he. Oh, do we see him in the beginning of the video? Yeah. Oh, and he has a big beard. Huh. I was about to say that he cleaned up for the funeral, but that's clearly not true. Weird. I didn't notice that at all. And then in intermission, which he ostensibly filmed after Alex died, uh, he has the beard again. But you can tell it's like just growing back. Huh. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wild. Beards matter. <laughs> so yeah, those are the, the two February videos. Uh, and Alex is dead now. Yep. R.I.P. Alex. Uh, and then in March, uh, two more videos. Uh, March 20th, they post one for the two-year anniversary of their first video. Wait, I, I, I want to pause real quick. Yeah. What happened with the seven trials of habit? Has nothing happened in months? Well, trial seven was don't get Just murdered. Just survive? Yeah. Okay. But we're we're going to get back into it in a couple months. Okay. Um. Yeah. So then, okay. So 24 months is the name of the next video. Yeah. Uh, And it's basically just kind of. And a little bit of an update, uh, they're like, well, we don't have a lot to say, but, like, thanks for sticking with us while we uh, lose everybody we love. <laughs> um, and then there's a little, like, Habit music video that he's made. <laughs> oh, well, so Jeff looks at the camera and just says, please stop watching us. Yeah. And, and then I... there's a little music video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this, um, this, I, I think this is one of the couple videos that you can't find on YouTube because there's a Frank Sinatra song in it and YouTube pulled it for copyright. Yeah, I had to look on the wiki and find the video in this one. But it, it does have yeah. a video on the wiki page to 24 months. Um, And there's a bunch of new footage, I think, kind of interspersed with stock footage. Mm-hmm. 
Like, you see Jeff with the pill bottle, but he's, like, lying face down on the floor. Um, you see a lot of people being menaced with knives. Well, those are all the participants in the seven trials not getting murdered. (laughs) Um, but yeah, this video is, it's mirrored on the wiki, so you can still watch it, but it got pulled from YouTube, unfortunately. We see a pool. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff about, like, people drowning and stuff in pools. So I'm curious about how that plays into things. Yeah. Perhaps we'll find out. Also, we see a knife just, like, dancing around places. And I think it's the new knife that Evan got for Christmas. Yes. So, I wonder who made this. (laughs) Uh, so and then... I, I did want to say the description of this video is three friends, two parents, two loved ones, two strangers, two co-workers, a brother, his dog, and still no resolution. Yeah. That's everyone that's died so far, right? Yes. Three friends, you get Nick. Right? Is that the guy that we were just talking about? Who Evan yeah, Nick, killed? Jess, Nick, Jesse, and Ryan. Jesse and Ryan. Yeah. Okay, from yeah. the car before. Two parents, which are Alex and Jeff's parents. Which I didn't realize they were killed as part of this. I thought that they died like years ago. I didn't realize until you told me it was a car accident right before they started. Oh, yeah. Two loved ones. So, Jessa and Lexi. Mm-hmm. Two strangers. So which I which is Jesse's grandmother and the the dead corpse girl that they found way back at the beginning. Oh, okay. Two coworkers or Jeff's coworkers that died in the explosion that supposedly never happened. A yeah. brother is Alex, his dog is Sparky, and no resolution is no resolution. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh and then t- uh 11 days later on march 31st we get dead end with a pulse yeah i liked the first half of this video a lot (laughs) because it was just the group sitting and talking um it's jeff and vince going over stuff and being like i have no idea what's going on and like going over clues and trying to figure stuff out and just going through stuff um one of them's like oh hey here's like some notes from back when we were still a fitness group um there's a lot of just like them going back looking at stuff and just chatting a bit which is cool um and talking through like what's going on until they realize like oh we never actually followed up on this lead which was Corinthal's wife i think yeah they realize that Corinthal's wife is still alive um even though Corinthal himself is supposedly dead. Yeah. Um, and they have her address and her phone number from when Jeff uh, went to visit her to try and find out information. Uh, but then they find out that she has moved uh, and she left them a fake address mm-hmm. uh, to a uh, like this abandoned building that is very close to them. Um, and they also find out that Marianne and Corinthal uh, were working on restoring historic homes in Baldpate. 
And they're like, oh, we got to go back to Bald Pate to check out these abandoned homes that we were, like, digging around in. I did think that it was very funny that they were like, oh, historic buildings, like the one that we found back in the woods. And it's like, there's there's a difference between historic and disheveled. Yeah. Like, an abandoned cabin in the woods is not a historic home that needs to be disheveled, but I'll give it to him. Um. Oh, you also see in this video that they have the, like, rocking horse from Corinthal's storage locker. Yeah, it shows up in a couple in a couple videos, and it's still rocking. They just took that. It's very... It's very John Dies at the End. It's pretty it's good. It's just like... So in, in John Dies at the End, the guy's a supernaturalist who, like, keeps some stuff that people send him. So he's like, yeah, uh, in this storage container, I've got, like, a Tickle Me Elmo doll that only cusses and, you know, like, a bunch of, like, weird, messed up, haunted stuff. And this reminded me of that, because it's like, yeah, we just have a, we've got a rocking horse that we keep in our basement. Uh, it constantly <laughs> rocks, uh, even though we don't touch it. Um, it's really good. So it's really good. I love it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and then you get to the last, like, three minutes of this video yeah so i posted we're doing a uh it's kind of a a a very loose watch along in our discord server and i posted in uh our server as i was watching i was like hey i like this i wish the series had more of this which is just like a video where people are talking about what's going on like normal human beings not just in reaction to what's going on around them and then immediately after, we get Jeff wandering into a house alone, trying to find Evan. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> We're getting into spook em up territory again. Yeah. Also, they played I Can't Decide by Scissor Sisters, which is a real dope song. Habit has good taste in music. That's the one positive I will say about Habit. Yeah. So yeah, Jeff Jeff wanders into Evan's house and gets stabbed. Yep. As you do. As you do. As you do. To be fair, I think 90% of the people that walk into Evan's house get stabbed at some point. Yeah. And then you see Nick at the end, right? Yeah. He gets stabbed and then you see Nick at the end. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, he rushes in. He, like, runs into someone and smacks into him and he looks and you just see Nick leaning up against the wall and... He's just like, he got you, bud. (laughs) It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, life just be like that. And then right at the very end, you see Evan. Yep. Like, at the very, very end. Marn, what's your take on... Well, let's let's finish this up before I get into that. (laughs) So... Nine days later, uh, Vinny tweets, I held it as long as I could. Haven't heard from the boys. I'm done sitting around. Going to Evan soon. Uh, And then someone replies to his tweet, Have you not seen the video? Jeff went to Evan's. And, well... And Vinny says, What are you on about? I'm worried too, but we can't assume they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, like, confirming that he can't see the end of that video. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, because then he tweets, I need to find out what happened after Jeff left my place. Um, 
a bunch of Twitter users are like, all right, but at least like take a weapon. Um, Vinny says, all right, I'll, I'll have something with me just in case. Uh, and then we get and the by video. The, by that, he means his camera. Yeah. Cause he's the voyeur. Um, so and then we get not dead yet on the 10th. Yes. Which one was this? Oh, this is the one where he is in Evan's house. Yes, with his camera. Yes, and no weapon. <laughs> I was I was kind of mixing this one up with um, with uh, the property. Yeah, but this is a different video. Yeah, this is the one where he's kind of exploring Evan's house. He finds a bunch of like stuff covered in blood. Yeah. He finds yeah, he, like a a bloody knife. <laughs> I so this is to me this is like the worst kind of Slenderman video where it's just one guy wandering around in a house going huh at a yeah. bunch of stuff. Um, and then yeah, he's just wandering around the house, just looking around at stuff, going what the what the huh? What's with all the blood? Huh? what huh and then in the very end he's like starting to go in one direction and then Slenderman pops out and is like "Uh -uh." and so he goes oh no and runs out yeah I will say the Slenderman appearing in this video is very cool the way they do it so he like comes out around the corner yeah he like leans around a corner very spooky like it's real spooky this is kind of like a a very nothing video though like it's just kind of supposed to set up like oh no something has happened to jeff but like we know something happened to jeff. yeah we know something happened to jeff that's why yeah i it does add more fuel to the fire of why is slenderman protecting the kids yeah and that's a weird like I don't know. There have been a, enough weird coincidental moments where, like, Slenderman doing something happens to keep someone safe. Like, this one, it pretty directly, like, if Slenderman doesn't show up, then Habit gets Vince, too. You know? Like, this one's a really weird case of just, it's odd that he keeps popping up in places just to scare them away from things. And I don't know why that is. And there isn't really any indication of why that might be yeah so then um we don't get another update for a whole month uh on may 9th habit tweets on the main twitter don't tell Vinny." and this photo that i'm gonna post in the discord Uh oh oh god is this supposed to be skin or a shirt i think it's skin cool i'm pretty sure it's skin is it green feathers plus seven? Yeah. Plus seven. So it's a picture of Jeff. Uh, his face is covered in blood. Uh, he has green feathers plus seven uh, written on his back. And you may remember our friend Green Feathers. Yeah. Uh, who is a viewer who is not like an official part of the series. He is a viewer. Um, so people took 
this to mean green feathers plus the seven remaining rabbits that were in the trials. Oh, I was thinking there were like seven victims. Also, I killed green feathers. Oh. Okay, because I know there's another video. I It's the next one on our playlist, actually. Box yeah. six, which is from green feathers. Yes, so Greenfeathers tweeted that he received um, an email with coordinates earlier that week, uh, and he went out to go look for it, and he posts this video of him uh, finding a box, and he also runs into Habit in the woods. Yeah. Well, he runs into Evan, but, like, it's probably Habit. You can tell that he's he's doing a Joker impression. <laughs> I... So Habit is basically someone doing a, a Joker impression from The Dark Knight plus a Macho Man Randy Savage impression. Because <laughs> it's just like, here, so you're like, so you want to know, you want to know how I got these scars? So you got this, you got this kind of, this kind of wild inflection that people like to do when they're doing a Joker voice, right? You got this. <laughs> The secret to a Joker impression is that you pronounce every syllable perfectly, and that's something that they're going for. But then he's got added in a bit of a, oh, brother, Macho Man Randy <laughs> Savage into it. And then you get a bit of a habit. You get a bad habit, boys. It's the so, two. It's the yeah. two impressions that every kid growing up in the early 2010s knew how to do and he just jammed them together and was like here's our villain <laughs> i will say i feel like habits acting gets way better the farther we get into the series it does it does he gets better at doing it but in this first one i was like oh we're yeah. really doing a joker thing huh it's it's kind of like they hadn't figured out how they wanted him to act at first and then like as they kept filming the videos they like slowly figured it out yeah um i will say i watched this video and i was like shit do we have to deal with this for the rest of the series <laughs> but have it got better it is kind of like it's very cool that they gave this guy coordinates and like waited around in the woods for him to show up i i don't believe that they were clearly working together to film this video i yeah, I want to believe at least some of it was them working together, but, like, I think that he probably didn't know what was going to happen when he showed up to those coordinates. Like, I I think that he probably thought it was just going to be, like, another geocache. I could see that. I could see that happening. But then they, like, roped him into this. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think it was entirely planned. But they were like, hey, you're going to do this, and then Evan's going to pop out. And I think it was the same idea as before, where it was like, hey, you're going to stay up there and not engage directly. But I don't know. Yeah, was, I did like at the end where he's just like, I'm, uh, I'm going to leave you this knife. So uh, <laughs> you're going to need it because uh, I like knives and I'm pretty good with them. <laughs> I'll see you soon. And I was like, all right. Um, Do I have so an impression is... good, Marn? It's pretty good. It's a pretty good habit impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Greenfeathers uh, posts scans of everything that is in box six, 
which is a cornthal letter, a knife, and an ink ribbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cornthal letter was another 1991. Uh, it's talking about how he is having more nightmares about Linny, um, being in rural Pennsylvania. Uh, she is at this inn, and she and like something happens to her um like the the building collapses or something and Corinthal's like a ghost in the dream and he can't help her <laughs> okay uh and he's like yeah I don't, I don't know if she's alive or dead that's super weird <laughs> uh and then the ink ribbon is a like a, a typewriter ribbon um and the one that green feathers gets there there's more ink ribbon later uh describes it's i think it's a letter from like Corinthal to his wife is what it sounds like uh and it talks about they had this scare where like Jeff came running down the stairs and was like Steph is dead uh but Steph <laughs> Steph is now safe uh, and it's from 1980, so it predates right. a lot of the other stuff. Okay, uh, so this um, is when they died in the first iteration. It's probably not the first iteration, but the the most recent iteration. Yeah. So so the green feathers, the box six ink ribbon ends at uh, Jeff came down the stairs and was like, "Steph is dead." Um, and then Habit on May 26th tweets extra innings on his Twitter. And then emails the rabbits and says, "Respond with a properly formatting, re- respond with a properly formatted mailing address. Your cooperation is appreciated." Okay. And then June fourth, uh, some of the other rabbits uh, start getting other pieces of the ink ribbon in the mail. So they get okay. the rest of this Corinthal letter, uh, which says that. Uh, he ran up the stairs to look for Steph. Um, her and Evan were in a room together. Evan was just like watching her. Um, she was just like lying on the ground and she might have overdosed on her pills or she accidentally took too much of her pills. Um, but she's recovering now. She doesn't really talk to any of us anymore. Now that she's recovering, she doesn't like want to be around Evan. Huh. Um, yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. I wouldn't want her to be around Evan either. <laughs> um, and it's kind of heavily implied that, like, Evan may have tried to murder her. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, at least they found each other in this timeline and nothing bad will happen to him. <laughs> it's true. Right? Um, yeah. Right, Martin? Probably, yeah, probably nothing bad will happen. Good. Um, and the rabbits in their little extra inning prizes, prize boxes also got a couple other things. They got uh, patches that had their numbers on them. Uh, they got little rabbit stamps. That's really cool. Yeah. It's neat. <laughs> and then we don't get another video until July, which is when the property goes up, which is also one of my favorite videos. This one was, was very, very cool. Ex- I was very excited to talk about this one. Huh? 
I was very excited to talk about this one. Yeah, this one is this one is kind of like the uh, the other one where I said that it's very cool for like the first three fourths, and then it gets stupid. Yeah. Um, this one starts out with Vince is like, "Well, I got spooked out of Jeff's house," and or uh, Vince is like, "I got spooked out of Evan's house," and I don't really know what to do now, so. I guess I'm going to go out to that place in the middle of the woods. So he goes in and he's wandering around and he's got his camera. And as he's looking around, he hears like Alex's voice from upstairs. And he's like, oh, shit. And he like goes up the stairs and like starts. Where does when does the first one happen? Is it in the bathroom? Yeah, it's before he hears Alex's voice, I think. He, okay. He, like, goes into the bathroom and he switches the lights on and he's like, wait, this is my bathroom in my house. Right, yeah, he's wandering around in the dark and it's, there's a, there's like a two minute chunk that's just in pitch blackness. And you just hear, like, him stepping and making noises and, like, heavy breathing and going through. And then eventually he finds a light switch and turns it on and it's his house. Not this building he's been in, in the middle of the woods. That's right. Yeah. And then he tries to go into the next room, and it's Jeff's house. Yeah. And then he goes into, like, another bathroom, and he hears, like, kids laughing and various Slenderman noises. And he, like, gets inside the shower and closes the shower curtain, which is a very noble response. Um, And am I remembering it right? That, like, when he peels the shower curtain back, he's in a different... Yeah, he's bathroom? in a different bathroom. Yeah. Um he's like in Evan's house. Yeah, it's there's all this stuff happening. Um there's some like this happens every couple doors that he goes through. He just gets teleported to a different place in there that we've seen in the series so far. Um yeah. just different it's ex- houses. <laughs> it's extremely funny because like once the first like three he goes through like the first three rooms he starts being like okay yeah my bathroom i see uh-huh yeah i wonder who's i wonder whose house i'm gonna show up in next oh i'm at chef's <laughs> dope it's come really on good. steph's like... basement steph's basement damn it it's mine i like Vinny. i like him as a character <laughs> i like him a lot even if he is the voyeur and spying on his friends mm-hmm. um um but then yeah i go ahead I like I like the editing in this video because I can't figure like a lot of it. I it's obvious like they just like f- filmed him coming up to a door and then like cut and oh, like filmed him opening the door in somebody else's house. But like the part where it's just a clean cut between his bathroom and like Jeff's house and you see the threshold of each thing like melding into each other. Yeah, is bonkers. It's so and cool. I don't know how they did that. I, I'm not sure. I'd love to, I'd love to watch this a couple more times and try to like piece things together. But, um, but then Slenderman shows up because he does. Um, yes. At first, he shows up like at the bottom of some stairs, and like they do a really good job of showing that like Evan is getting pulled or uh, God, I keep mixing up their names. Vince is getting like pulled toward it. Um. Like, you see the camera start to go in, and then you see him, like, grab the banister and, like, try and hold on. And you can see, like, the struggle against it, even though it's all from first person from the camera. It's really well done. Yeah. 
It's very cool. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Oh, eventually they go into a basement and they see the first video on TV. Oh yeah. He's just like, he's like, hey, we're here to show you that you don't need expensive gym stuff to get a happy, healthy lifestyle. And it's like, damn. It's so cool seeing all this go back together. <laughs> and then it gets dumb. What happens next, Martin? Oh, yeah. And then uh, Corinthal shows up. Yeah. And saves him from Slenderman. <laughs> so Corinthal shows up and, like, grabs him as he's getting dragged towards Slenderman again. And Corinthal just pops in. And then they, like, go to this outdoor garden place. Yes, which is not like a real place. It's yeah, it's it's like a weird metaphysical place. It's like you've welcomed my pocket dimension. Yeah, it's super dope. This is my little place. You can hang out here for a bit, but then you're gonna have to leave. Yeah, and then he's like, "All right, you're gonna have to go after this." And he's like, "All right, let's get going." Uh. I'll distract Slenderman and you go ahead and get out of here. And then they leave and Corinthal shoots Slenderman in the head. It's so good. It's so dumb. I love it. It's so dumb. <laughs> Corinthal comes out and he's like, I'm actually a badass action hero. I never actually died. I just came to the secret pocket dimension. I'm going to shoot Slenderman with a gun. <laughs> <sighs> well, we don't we don't know that he's not a ghost. You're right, actually. You're right. We don't know that. God. <laughs> I think this video is very cool for the first three-fourths, and then it gets so dumb. I know. So the thing that I was talking about last time that I didn't want to spoil you on is that I think that Vinny's phone showing oh. up in Jeff's house is foreshadowing for this kind of like weird spatial disturbance. So you think this is just happening? Yeah. Like Vinny isn't. I took it as Slenderman's fucking with Vinny in this house. But you're taking it as like, this is an actual physical space that he's traveling between the two? Yeah. Is this the same place that they go from the crawl space in earlier stuff with Alex and the rake and stuff? Maybe. Okay. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah, we we know that there's like a lot of weird spatial disturbances. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, that could make sense. And there's some more stuff later that I will not spoil for you that supports my hypothesis. Okay, <laughs> but, I'm not, but I won't tell you because I don't think you're you're you've watched up to it yet. Okay. Um. Oh, but so so in the the property, like before Corinthal shows up and shoots Slenderman. Um, by the way, Corinthal, I think, is actually played by, like, Vinny's real-life dad. Okay. Um. Yeah, I know that I predicted in the last episode that I thought Corinthal was going to show up in a major role. 
Um, yeah. I'm willing to call that having not happened. He sh- pops up once or twice in these videos, but not like the way, not the way that I expected him to. Yeah, he's like important, but he doesn't show up in a lot of the videos necessarily. Yeah. Um, so Vinny in the YouTube description of that video, uh, links the, uh, a scan of this letter that he found on the property. Um, it's just a PDF of the scan. Uh, and it is a letter from Marianne to Dr. Corinthal, or it says James or to whom it may concern. Um, and it talks about how she got this like weird phone call from Corinthal where she heard like sirens and police and like static and she doesn't really understand what happened to him. Uh, and she got this note from him that said like, it's time to go. And she knew that she had to follow these like emergency in instructions that he gave her which are called the Corinthal protocol <laughs> um and she opened this weird chest that he gave her um and broke into one of the abandoned buildings and left the note um and okay. then she just kind of like left <laughs> okay um but yeah, so it gives a little bit of context for what might have happened to Corinthal. It yeah. talks about like the police were there. He was like accused of being a murderer. Um but we still don't quite know what happened. Huh. And okay. then we get the moving in video, which I think was like a month later or something like that. It's like three months. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've entered the point where like time has started to slow down in the everyone hybrid. <laughs> but it's like it's like all in real time technically, but they they start posting videos very slowly. So uh the property is posted in July, moving in was posted in October. Okay, so it was like three months. Okay. Um and this was a habit video. Yeah, it's just habit. Yeah. It's just habit looking at the camera, talking. Yeah. He is moving into a new house. Yeah, showing off all his knives. And I think this is actually like a a new, new house compared to all the other houses that we've seen, unless I'm wrong. Yeah, this one looked pretty empty. It 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 didn't seem like moving into a new house because I killed the owners. Like it didn't seem anything like that. It seemed like well, maybe it is kind of like that, but, you know, um, yeah, this one's weird. He's just kind of wandering around, showing off a bunch of different rooms and stuff, and then he's talking at the cameraman and doesn't say who the cameraman is or who's filming, and then at the end he's like, you things give me the creeps. I hate you guys so much, and I have yeah. no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Um yeah, that was a subject of debate in the fandom and I <laughs> I think it's still not completely known. Okay. Who or what this like weird camera person is. 
<laughs> um, some people think they're like the dead rabbits that Habit has killed. Ooh. Yeah. Like zombies? Yeah. Huh. Um, they first show up, I think, in, in Dash Dot Dash Dot, which the wiki says, uh, filming the like weird other dimension Evan, Jeff, and Vinny. Because they like refer to it and they know that it's filming them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Um, huh. I think people also thought that maybe it was the rake, but it never gets like referred to as the rake. <laughs> I I doubt that thing knows how to hold a camera. And I don't, and I don't know why it would work with habit. Yeah. Because it's tried to kill them multiple times. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I'll have to keep an eye out, I guess. It's true. Yeah, I think... I think people just kind of assumed they were, like, weird reanimated corpses that haven't <laughs> used to film his videos. God. Which is very cool. I also I also kind of like that it's not explained. Like, I like that this, this series occasionally does, like, really weird shit that they don't explain. Yeah, I do like that. I think that a lot of... I don't know, there's a lot of series that get ruined by their need to explain everything that's happening. And so I like it when people keep an, a weird, ambiguous thing. And yeah. just say, like, look, it's a little mystery. It's easier on us if we say it's a little mystery. It's more fun for you if we say it's a little mystery. So it's a little mystery. Yeah, Habit just, like, has these guys who film, who carry his camera it's for it. Habit goons. <laughs> um, and then we get to the smiley face video. Yeah. This one is a doozy. Uh, this episode is literally just, like, ten minutes of Habit torturing Jeff. Yeah. And doing his damnedest to a strong Joker impression. Uh, talking about, you know what's fun about torturing people? (laughs) You know what I'm gonna do to ya? That kind of stuff. Um, and then just... Uh, it interspersed with like it's him talking at Jeff um, interspersed with footage of him torturing Jeff and then killing him and the uh, the description of the video is yep he's dead I do I do kind of like the way this is filmed like it has some really nice lighting in it, it they just like filmed it in the weird crawl space of the house yeah it has really good lighting to it and really good um, the editing's very good. Um, the cuts yeah. between what's going on and when those cuts happen and what they do is very cool. And the video yeah. starts with like black and white footage of Jess and of uh, Jeff and Evan hanging out from like the start of the series. Uh, yeah. First up, it they look so much younger. It's been like two years, but God, they look like babies back then. I know compared they're to now. Babies. Um, I. Yeah, I will say these guys actually learned a thing or two about how to set a scene since then. Um, but yeah, these, this video is shot very well. Um, yeah. I don't think Jeff is a very strong actor, uh, so I don't think that he really plays off the, like, I'm about to get tortured and killed very well. Um, but overall, I th- I think that the technical parts of this video are really strong. Yeah. 
Um, a thing I will say about this video is that it has become a little bit of a meme in uh, everyone hybrid fandom because it was like this video got released on October 9th. Um, another video came out on Christmas and then there were no videos posted until February of 2013. So from like October to February, this was the most plot important video on their channel. And they just like dropped this and basically went radio silent. God, that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. It became, it became a meme when they started updating more slowly for the fans to be like well it's been six months and jeff is still dead (laughs) (laughs) oh man i think there was like a a tumblr blog or something that updated like every day or something that was like it's been x days and jeff is still dead (laughs) (laughs) well rest in peace jess uh or rest in peace jeff it should be illegal to make a series and have three characters be named Jessa, Jesse, and Jeff. It's true. Uh, note for you guys in the future, if you do start up a project, when people start doing a podcast about it nine years later, <laughs> they're going to have a lot of trouble with it. So think about that. It's true. Um, you can also get a t-shirt that has a picture of Jeff's face on it that says Jeff is still dead. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me that t-shirt. Do you own it? I don't, but okay. it apparently has been like officially approved by Jeff Everman Hybrid. <laughs> God. Like the person who made it asked him, like, is it okay if I sell this? And he thought it was funny and was like, yeah. <laughs> well, good. I also know that he and that Jeff and Evan dressed up as like Habit and Dead Jeff for like a convention that they went to around this time. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, it's so good. God. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's where we are. Uh, we'll come out with our next episode in six months and tell you all what happens next. <laughs> yeah. So after um, this, there was a tweet by Vinny on Halloween that said, Jeff's gone. Evan's beyond help. And I don't know where Steph is. Probably my last Halloween. And that was the last that they heard, or uh, the last that the fans heard, uh, until December twenty fifth. Okay. I also want to note that um, the music in the clips of Jeff being tortured is a distorted version of the Everyman Hybrid like theme music from when they were a fitness channel. Oh, that's very cool. <laughs> that is very. That's cool. very cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, And this is considered kind of like the end of the second act of Everyman Hybrid. Okay. So the end of act two. So we are officially heading into the third act. The third act. So the first act took like six months. This act took like a year. And then act three is going to take six years. (laughs) Yes. Correct. All right. Marn, I do want to say... There's a distinct lack of an ARG here. I'm starting to think that you just wanted to make me watch Everyman Hybrid. Well, next time we will get into um, slightly more ARG stuff. This is kind of when like everything started to slow down a bit. Um, mm-hmm. So 
there were no real ARG elements up until 2015. <laughs> God, okay. So I was yeah. right in my prediction that the Seven Trials of Habit would just kind of peter off. Yeah, but the ARG elements, uh, the ARG kind of kicked back into gear in 2015 and something very cool happened that I'm excited to talk about. All right, well, I look forward to it. Um, cool. Do we want to get into predictions? Yeah, let's And do recommendations? It. Cool. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts. So, um, I started watching ahead, uh, but before I did, I did, uh, write down my predictions and I sealed them in an envelope like the Academy Awards. So, um, give me just a second. There we go. Uh, here are my predictions for what's happening next. So this is before I started watching anything else. Some of these may or may not have already been confirmed or not, um, but it's where we are. So, uh, prediction one, uh, Vinny planted the cameras and he is the voyeur. I already stated my case for that one. I think I'm in the clear there. Um, mm -hmm. My second prediction is that someone who is dead will come back. Mm. I don't know if that's one of the friends or if it is uh, Alex or Jeff. But I do think that someone is going to come back and in a capacity more than like, I'm a ghost visiting you for one episode or, you know, we're going to see a flashback that we've never seen before that involved Jeff or something like that. I think that we're mm -hmm. going to see like someone's going to come back to life, probably Jeff, because he's the third most important figure around. Um, I doubt they would just bring back Alex randomly, for example. But that's one of my predictions. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Um, I think that uh, Steph and the baby don't make it. Um, because Steph has not been in these episodes since, like, Christmas of last year. And it is October now. She has not yeah. been involved in the series at all. And I think that she's just dead. Or whatever. I also think that these boys do not have access to a baby for filming. So I don't <laughs> think that the baby ever shows up. Maybe the baby survives the show because it feels a little cruel to kill a baby. But I do think that the baby is not going to be in the show at all. And I'm going to vote on it being dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you're laughing and I'm not sure what to make of that. I also think... I'm not going to say anything. I also think that they're going to name the baby Jess. Oh. After their two dead friends named Jess and their one dead friend named Jeff because it's close. Interesting. Uh, and I think that Corinthal is just done. I don't think that we're going to see any more of Corinthal. 
like I think that we'll see him in supplementary stuff and things like that. But I think that like as far as the character goes, I'm just gonna hard reverse on my stance from last time. I think Corinthal's just gone. Okay. He shot Slenderman in the head. That's the end of his story. So those are my predictions. I'm sure that people that know about the series are laughing at me right now, but that's what I know. That's what I think. Um, my teaser for next time is that there's another crossover with Tribe 12 that turns out to be pretty important. Okay. Um, someone calls Vinny on the phone as part of the ARG. Who does? Someone calls Vinny on the phone as part of the ARG. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is an important floppy disk. Ooh, we're getting old school technology. Uh, and a lot of viewers get presents in the mail. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to finishing this series out. And also Box 7 shows up. Ooh. Box yeah. 7. All right. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. So for next time, we are watching just straight through to the end of the um, playlist. There is one video that's very long. Uh, it's a uploading of a lot of audio tapes. I think it's like two hours long. I believe that the video description has a transcript of all of them. Oh, it does. Did you say there's a two hour long video? Yeah, it's it's a video that was uploaded as part of the ARG. There were audio files that people received. Um, oh, and someone and, just put all the things together. Yeah, and someone just put it all up in one video. Uh, but if it's called the Princeton Tapes, um, and if you look in the video description, there is a document that has a transcript of every single thing in the video. So if you don't want to watch two hours of, of just audio... Uh, you can go ahead and read Why it, do you I listen think. to our show? <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you don't want to listen to it, you can go ahead and read it. It'll probably take you a slightly shorter amount of time. Okay. Is, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how important is it? I, um, I will be listening to it, but for our very listeners... Very important. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was thinking if, if it wasn't super important, maybe our listeners could spare it if they wanted to, but it sounds like not. Okay. Well, I would say some of the audio is more important than other parts of the audio, but it will help you understand a lot. Cool. Makes sense. What's going on. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, so yeah, from here, we're going to start with... What's the next episode called? I think it's called Next, right? Next. We're going from next yeah. until the very end. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah, and I believe that Next only exists on the wiki because it's another one of the copyright strike videos. Okay. Cool. Uh, but it's a good one and you should watch it. Sounds good. Yeah, I clicked it. It's it's unavailable. Yeah. All right. Um, do we want to get into recommendations? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Uh, oh, what's the... your recommendation for this week, Marn? Oh, hang on. The wiki also has transcripts of those tapes, I just want to say, so oh, you don't cool. have to go looking for that Google Drive. Um, my recommendation for this week is a book that I read over the summer that I have been thinking about recently because I keep recommending it to friends uh, called The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle? Yeah. That sounds cool. Um, 
It is very cool. I think it's also very thematically appropriate to the series. Um, <laughs> it is about this guy who gets thrust uh, into the situation where he's trying to solve a murder. Um, but every time the murder happens, he gets sent back in time to the beginning of the day in the body of another witness to the murder. Huh. So he is stuck in this time loop where he's seeing the same murder from different perspectives and he can like only get out if he solves the murder. That's very cool. Like a forced Rashomon. It's bonkers. It's so good. There's a lot of like twists and like neat, uh, neat kind of variances on like the, the time loop thing that I think are very cool. Okay. Um, that I don't want to spoil here in case anybody decides to read it. Yeah. I, um, I'll probably check it out. That sounds really cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, I was really impressed with the writing and by the writer's kind of ability to make all of the moving parts and pieces make sense. Cool. Um, and I thought that it was a really good mystery. It's got a lot of uh, twists and turns. <laughs> sounds cool to me. Yeah, I'm I read in. it in like I read it in like twenty four hours uh, when I was at the <laughs> beach because I was so interested in knowing like what happened. <laughs> awesome! I will I will check that out. And I know Sam's been looking for a book too, so I'll recommend that to her. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, my recommendation for this week um, is for a sitcom that just started its fourth season, uh, but you should go back and watch it from the start. It is the Good Place. Um, oh, I love The Good Place. It, the Good Place is so good. It's uh, probably my favorite TV show that's on right now. Um, I can't really get into all the things that I love about it because um, there are some spoilers in the things that I love about it. And just telling you about that kind of gets into... It's one of those things where telling you why I love it diminishes your experience of it. Uh, but what I will do is give you just a brief overview of it for people that haven't seen it. Um, but The Good Place is a sitcom about uh, Eleanor Shellstrop, who learns that she's dead when she wakes up in The Good Place, which is basically heaven. Um, she learns about all the things that The Good Place has to offer her and all the like great people around her and realizes that she absolutely does not belong there because she was like just a scumbag person from Arizona who hated all of this and wasn't the, like, children's advocate lawyer who traveled the world freeing kids from slavery and stopping injustices that they thought she was. Um, so she, like, so she goes and she enlists the help of her soulmate, who was a professor of ethics and philosophy before he died, and is like, hey, uh, teach me how to be a good person. And he's like, well, it'd probably be uh, unethical if I didn't, so I guess I will. Uh, and then um, it's a very fun twisting and turning series about her trying to pretend that she is a good person and learning how to be one uh, so that she doesn't get kicked out of the good place. It's so much fun. Uh, Kristen Bell is the lead actress in it, and she is phenomenal. Um, the core cast of the show is really good. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it because I can't tell you the reasons that I love it. But uh, it's one that I highly recommend, and I think everyone should check out. Yeah. It's really good. I love The Good Place. It's so good. We'll probably spend time after recording this just talking about The Good Place. That doesn't make it on air. Oh, but the show so is good. so good. <laughs> I had to skip watching an episode to record this tonight, and I'm very sad about it. 
Oh. <laughs> I'm not that sad. <laughs> I always watch it late because Alyssa and I watch it over the weekend together. <laughs> we, we've we been trying to watch it as it airs, but our cable is so bad that like we should probably mm. just wait till the next day. But it's just living in this apartment, I guess. Yeah, I just watch it on Hulu. Yeah, it's probably going to be... A, we'd probably get a lot more jokes if we did. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's just going to do it for us. Yeah, I think I think that's it. All right. Uh, so watch the rest of Everyman Hybrid, and we'll see you next week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so on Twitter. You can find us at ArgonautsPod, uh, or you can tweet us individually. I am at AC Sherman Wrights. Oh, I am at Corpse Survivors. <laughs> we, I forgot that I had a Twitter. We do this every week, Mark. <laughs> I know. Um, you can also find us on email. We are ArgonautsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you're interested in supporting the show, uh, you can go to our Patreon, which we tease every time. But honestly, if you want to support the show, the best way to do it is to give us a rating on iTunes um, or to recommend it to a friend. Uh, actually, do both. But um, yeah. iTunes cares about the ratings game and it helps us get viewed over episodes of greek history podcasts about a bunch of buff dudes that go finding a sheep um (laughs) so that yeah that's the best way to support the show please do uh we'll also take your money on patreon but you know um yeah i think that's gonna do it uh yeah until next time that's args baby sorry (laughs) hold on Uh, until next time, (laughs) that's ARGS, baby! (laughs) God, that hurts my throat.